Parental discretion is advised. What's up, guys? On this week's Wrestling Mayhem show, we remember Paul Bearer. We talk about a TNA renaissance. We examine the phenomenon of wrestling is. All that and an interview with young sensation and Carlito impersonator Andrew Palace. Stick around. This week's Wrestling Mayhem show is brought to you by the best of Val Venus. Because choppy choppy pee-pee can still be fun. Welcome to the Mayhem Show! I'm Sorg here in the Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA, ready for the Wrestling Mayhem Show. With us is, from the dark, dark corridors, is Papa Lunchbox. How you doing? What's I'm your- doing the show. Brand. Yeah? I'm brand and thirsty. Does my video look awful? Yes. I'm sorry. Hold on. I think I know why. Fix it. Fix it. Go on. Continue on. Also with us from Corpus Christi, Texas, doing the Wrestle Fan. It's the Wrestle Fan. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Is that your impression of the face that was on last week? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, Uh, it's, um, I'm horrible at impressions. That is also (laughs) the cover photo for our Facebook page and our Google Mm -hmm. Plus page. <laughs> I, I'm so proud of that. I'm so you so made your mark, sir. Yeah. Also, what this is, the Riz. Huh? Hi. 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 Are we we, we got to talk about wrestling. We're gonna talk about wrestling. We're gonna talk about wrestling. Talk about wrestling. Yeah. 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 We're right. not going to talk about wrestling. No, not anymore. Uh, no. That was a we very were odd. Talk about ham. Ham. This is a very odd beginning the of a very mayhem odd show. wrestling mayhem so show. So Lunchbox, so what are your thoughts on Canadian bacon? Canadian bacon's really good. I had to stop eating it, though, because when I was young, um, I used to eat it on sandwiches. I have, I have like, Canadian bacon sandwiches because I didn't know any better. And uh, it made me quite fat. Um, so I spent my, I'm spending my whole uh, third decade trying to recover from my first two decades. And I want to I want to uh, uh, adjust in the chat room. No, WrestleFan did not get light bulbs. He went someplace where light bulbs already <laughs> were. Okay, he actually <laughs> WrestleFan. What the fuck? <laughs> there were no light bulbs left in San, in San Antonio, so he went to Corpus also, Christi. Also, you guys told me to buy light bulbs, but I realized that my uh, uh, dorm room has specific light bulbs that no one else uses. <laughs> what? Oh, you know what you do in the that situation? You guys. You go to the RA and you say, hey, look, you point to the damn light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> and what is that, the deal with these light bulbs? He's that not is wrong. Just, just too much effort, Riz. I'm sorry. Mm, I'm mm. sorry. Hey, just, if, just whip your dick out. If you want to talk to us about hams or uh, light bulbs, you can uh, check us out at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Don't talk to us about wrestling, obviously. Oh, uh, no. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Blip TV, Roku, and the YouTubes in video and audio forms, however you like to digest your mayhem. Okay? Uh, you can also <laughs> drop us a line to... Good times! Good times at Wrestling Mayhem Show. Dot com or drop a line to four one two two zero six. No, you're late. You're late. Two zero six WMS zero for the hotline. Uh, you can also buy the app WMS Gold. It's on your iTunes iOS. Sorg, a wizard is never late. Store. He arrives precisely when he means to. 
Your iTunes app store or your Amazon app store for your Android devices. Go get it. Wrestling Mayhem Show Gold exclusive stuff plus all the connections to all the stuff I just talked about in the Facebook links and the and the Twitter links and the and the and the calling stuff. and stuff like that. Just like the Riz has got right there. Um, so there, buy the app and you can join us here live every Tuesday at live.sorgatronmedia.com and you can give me uh, creepy uh, AJ gifts uh, right in the chat room Hi, to distract room. me. You can make your impression right there who's these the guys have chat been great over there who's the chat room who's in the chat room over there oh hi um you we've been having a great night actually uh with the wrestling mayhem sh- i'm sorry with the awesome cast and uh let's play our gaming and tech shows that happened before this um no this is not the laundry time podcast that has not launched just yet we're still in the planning phases we're trying to decide between our fabric softeners and our soaps and our brand of laundry or if we're going to have I, it in a laundry mat for want, sponsorship I want, options. I, I want Tide, but everybody else wants a different thing. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Tide is the brand that everybody wants. And I don't care if Bront or Downey wants to fuck me in the ass. I'm not going to pay it for exactly. a damn teddy bear. Right, right. I kind of like the teddy bear. <laughs> but anyways, uh, like Bobby's saying, uh, yeah, we're ironing out the differences. Yeah. Hey, let's start the show. Other than bad puns, uh, the other way we know how, with some fan interactions. Who's going first, guys? Well, we do start off every week, as I'm told, with the Mexican email. Sure. Yeah. Uh, So let's do this. And I, uh, I was told last week I have to get more enthusiastic about it. So let me, let me warm up. Yo. Hola amigos, es mi, es mi, es el gran azul, el pato, and you guys are going to hate me, Rio. close enough, you're true people's champion, ole, do it again, no, 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 that's okay, we're going to have an hour long show of me reading this email, I'm never going to be able to roll my R's, okay, no, no, God damn it, WrestleFan. Fuck you, man. I'm reading the Spanish email next week. Do it. Do it. I'm doing it. I'm fucking doing it. I'm going to read the Spanish email next week, and I'm going to show you how to roll your arms. You know what? From now on, every ethnic email we we receive goes to Papa Lunchbox. I'll do it. I'll do it. Let me bring up the fucking Google Drive right now. Drive. I can't spell drive. (laughs) (laughs) Read the English email, WrestleFan. I'm reading the English one? Okay, let's do that. Reading all of it. from uh, one Alex K, 10 percenters. What's up? Hey. It's Alex, it's Alex K with a quick look just, at this week in wrestling. Bully Ray as a A's and eights president. We all saw it coming, but I for one like it. Better than D'Lo as the VP. Raw was a decent show. Nice tributes for Paul Bearer. R.I.P. Bearer. CM Punk is a total heel, and I love it. That final image of CM Punk mocking Taker was the, with the urn was brilliant. Some questions. Provided you're not uh, not talking about them, not already talking about them. What's next for Aces and Eights? Where will they take Punk Taker next? As for the love of Robbie E, why they, have they dropped the ball with Rockstar Spud and Joey Ryan? Until next time, this is Alex K reminding you not to tout your own horn. Oh, um, well, you know, we, with the wait, well, what, what, what did Aces and Eights do to Punk and Taker? <laughs> no. No, no, you're mixing. You're mixing. Where, your where do they take them? No, no, no. I don't those know are two separate. Those are two separate thoughts. You need to get a return there. Yes. Oh. Okay. 
That would be cool, though. That would add something to the no. <laughs> story. Uh, take or punk, because uh, I think we're going to talk about a lot of Aces and Eights later, actually. So let's hold off that for a bit, okay? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, there's going to be some TNA talk. Uh, Punk and Taker, as I was saying yesterday, last night in the chat room, I really think this is going to be the bulk of what they do with it. Um, Like, last night, and it was probably partially because of the Paul Bearer thing, we didn't have Rock Cena. We didn't have much between Brock and and Triple H. It was really the uh, Punk-Taker show, right? So now you've done your stuff to push the Punk Taker thing. Punk will probably come out and talk every week, uh, tell him about how, how he's gone and everything. But other than that, I think we had our major interaction leading up to WrestleMania, right? We have a reason for yeah. this match to happen. There's going to be a bunch of promos reiterating that fact, right? Um, which will make room for next week, week after, we're going to have big things happen for the other two big main event matches, right? So, mm-hmm. um, right, should be showing up next week. What's that? Uh, Triple H should be showing up next week. Yep, yep. exactly, exactly. I, yeah, I think he's supposed to be responding to to Brock Lesnar. So cool. And even like the week before that, we had really big things happening with Brock with Brock and Triple H, and I think the, the Rock Cena uh, confrontation also happened. So they're going to be splitting this up, right? So I think right. you're going to have wait, maybe one more uh, minor interaction between the two of them, then that's going to be it leading into WrestleMania. So I, I think that's there's not much next. Next is the match, guys. I think I think it's super smart on their part to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. To sort of take their three main events and sort of, you know, not, not, you know, think that every show that they do has to, you know, be that important and that focused on that storyline. You know, you can take a break every once in a while, and that way you don't necessarily oversaturate people. Mm-hmm. I think that was the big problem with Roxena last year was they were cutting promos every single week, mm-hmm. and we're sitting and here think, like judging promo to promo. Yeah, exactly. And I think if they took a break every once in a while and, you know, instead of focusing, like they did this week, like not really doing a lot with John Cena and The Rock and focusing on the other two things, like I think that's the way to go. Mm -hmm. Because The Rock and Cena don't need to do anything the entire month. No. Right. That's why we had. They're The Rock and John Cena. That's why we had a recap last night. Mm -hmm. So, um,. And uh, another curiosity uh, from uh, Alex in the chat. Uh, if if uh, he hadn't died, do you think they would have involved Bear in this angle? Yes. Really? Yes. No. I, I think no. He would. He would have came out. He would have probably came out at WrestleMania though. Mm-hmm. They would have probably done the cameo thing again. But mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm not saying it's impossible that they but, wouldn't have involved him if he hadn't died. But I do think. Then his passing did have a lot to. I mean, uh, that they ran with it. Time, I think definitely. I don't want to be a dick about it, but his timing. <laughs> I just saw I was eating my, my uh, eating my uh, name tag there. His timing, <laughs> like I know it was unprecedented, and we all wish the Moody family uh, the best of luck. Um, but but and grievances and all that. But his the timing of his death. Improved the match. Absolutely, I, I gotta agree. I, I don't, I don't want to say it because that sounds weird, but a real life incident just occurred, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're turning it into a storyline. This is creepy. And, it's, and it works. Do we think it's too much, though? Um, like, like we're always worried when they like so. turn something, but this time it feels like, oh, that's perfect. I, I think we're finally getting it, over. It At least that makes even... us as a group here, as fans, are getting over the idea of them lampooning something real happening, like a death or a heart attack. It's like, guys, no, 
these guys wish for stuff like this to get heat off of. You See, know? I, I, I think this was done really well. The stuff with the heart attack with Jerry Lawler, I don't know. Like, it wasn't done horribly, but I do think there was stuff they could have done differently. Jerry Lawler but wasn't I, in the storyline, per se. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. He's not a wrestler, and he had a heart attack. It was, but it was still mentioned. Yeah, they did. They did do. That's not entirely true because they did well, do. He, did do he had a heart attack. Him. Punk came out and said, "Screw him! I wish he would have died," or something like that. Uh, like yeah. they did mm-hmm. play off of it. They did this though. They did this Paul Bearer thing, injecting him into the storyline without, in my opinion, insulting him in the least. Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree. Punk, made, Punk was, didn't come out and say Paul Bearer's like rotting in hell because he's a horrible person. No, he went out and said, you know, Paul Bearer's looked at, you know, for his entire lifetime, he's seen you as being twenty and zero, but you know, he's you're going to be twenty and one. Oh, I love that. I, I love that. That that the, the Paul Bearer always saw you as perfect. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. like 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 a father. You know, I, I and was, also. Like, people were complaining that the really, like, really, like, sort of bad part was when Punk attacked Kane with the actual urn. Mm-hmm. That's, he's not in that urn, guys. <laughs> well, um, it's a yeah, metaphor. Actual, it's not actually urn, his ashes, probably. The actual urn, wasn't it that melted into a chain for Kamala? <laughs> the I remember that. that. Yeah, I, I just happened that. to have a chain and, like, this was the urn. I, I, yeah. I don't think this is actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure the thing's plastic. So, probably. <laughs> It was it was a prop. Remember, they had a light, well, a, a flashlight in it at that one time. They showed that in yep. the clip. Yeah, so. it was when the Undertaker came back to face the Undertaker, and and Paul Bearer came out and he's like, <laughs> but, but, I mean, but, summon the purple Undertaker. He was the last great, along with Undertaker, last great goofy, not goofy, but character. He right over, he the, top. Did, over the top. Yeah, yeah. I said this like afterwards that he, there's only two managers. That can do that. Ha- that can have a connection with their superstar because of their character. One's Paul Bear. The other is Mr. Fuji with the Yokozuna. <laughs> and that's kind of racist to say, but it's true. Oh, it's totally true. They went hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah, entirely. And both managers made those wrestlers the pinnacle of their careers mm-hmm. and both of them are world champions both of them are i don't want to say are legends in the sport or in this entertainment business or whatever we call it this day today um sports but, entertainment sports entertainment but it's 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 guys like these who right now there's nobody there 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 are managers like Ricardo Rodriguez and Zeb Coulter, who is kind of doing the same thing, mm-hmm. but there's not going to be another Paul Bear or Mister Fuji that that can just say give you that feeling of oh crap, oh yeah, okay, <laughs> what a yeah, weird. well this well this just got Put that in there. Okay, that's good. Yeah, for your audio listeners, there's AJ licking her lips. Yeah, not not, not our AJ. That is everything to do. <laughs> by next week, we'll have an email of a gift of AJ, our AJ licking his lips, probably. So uh, that, thanks. Now that's gonna happen. 
Um, anyways, uh, yeah, in, 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 uh, on the one point earlier, Mike mentions in the chat room uh, a couple of minutes ago, uh, I moved. Okay, there she is again. With that, uh, yeah. Punk said that the ner- on the nerves that if this were the 80s, he would have said that he killed Jerry Lauder with a heart punch. He did. He did. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, that's the. I'm not saying they are making fun of it. No, it's no. Just... I mean, that's, that's like. The, if Punk's out there making fun of his heart attack thing, Lawler is probably okay with it, you know? And to do it in front. To do this in front of the Paul Bears' sons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they have to have a. They had to have a say in something like this, though. Mm. They had to go, hey, you guys. Up, whatever, you know. Look. This is what we're gonna do about your father. Mm-hmm. You gonna like? You like it? Okay, good. We're gonna do it. Yeah. So. Um. Excellent. So let's get to our other ethnic email here. Because um, everything else involving TNA, I want to hold off the TNA talk until a little bit later. Uh, pop a lunchbox. See, I didn't actually realize that WrestleFan read all of the Spanish email. I thought I was cutting him off and I was gonna finish it. But no, it was just that short. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like three lines. Hey, 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 it's me, it's me, it's the fan of the year, uh, Big PPC. Rest in peace, Paul Bearer, a.k.a. Percy Pringle, a.k.a. Mr. Moody. So, working it into storyline with Undertaker and Punk just seems way too convenient for WWE. I mean, really? Damn. Well, let's have a match with Kane then, because Undertaker can't and probably shouldn't wrestle at Mania or Till Mania, but I hear he is doing all the house shows up Till Mania. A match with Big Show versus Seth Rollins with Ambrose and Reigns, which anybody could tell that it would be three-on-one real quick. He... It is always impressive to see them slowly take down Big Show like he was an elephant and shield our hyenas or velociraptors. Fucking dominate. Triple H power... Triple power bomb is not something you like. You should go fuck yourself. <laughs> FYI, invisible grenades are great and all, but triple power bomb, bam. Bitches, take wrestle fan. You can rub one off to SCH and he, uh, <laughs> and he would get triple power bomb too. Yeah, he's good, but no one can hide from the eye of justice. Believe in the shield. Dolph Ziggler versus Daniel Bryan had a fantastic match, per usual. But wait, what is this? Dolph actually won the match on Raw or on TV for that matter. Big E needs to have a match already or something, huh? Well, maybe he's better at just being the backup or muscle. Minimal Henry would never be as good as the Hall of Pain in Doctor of the World's Strongest Man, the mutant Ghanaian pig, Mark fucking Henry. Somebody's <laughs> gonna get their week split. Team Road Scholars. Damn! Cody Rhodes and Damien Sandow. That was a fucking brilliant, great, fantabulous promo. Plus, we get to hear the real deal by Jesse, by Road Dog Jesse James and Badass Bill Gunn. The New Age Outlaws. Great match. Oh. Yeah. Brock comes out and tears Outlaws, new assholes. Damn, sucks to be friends with the game. Ah. Game. Ah. <laughs> On. Ah. The King of Kings. Ah. Needs to sign the dotted line. Ah. <laughs> so, WWE has a shit ton of movies coming out. That is all. Paul Bearer. Great. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the king of kings uh, needs to sign the dotted line. Uh. <laughs> Great balls made segment throughout the night. Jericho means better. The guess Maddox segment was kind of brutal comedy, but somehow worked, I guess. So ultimately, nothing was solved, and not sure who is facing Barrett next week. Barrett Barrage, I guess. Kane and Halle Berry. Damn, enough said. Wow, Punk and Kane and Undertaker segment was pretty cool. I like seeing Punk being the antagonist and mocking Undertaker. So Kane looking forward to more of this. So TNA had pay-per-view and bully is champ and his leader or president of assistant states. It was great line of the night. Bully said to Brooke Hogan and Hulk Hogan toward Devon. Devon, let that bitch cry. Damn, lol. Good other matches were bad influence. Daniels and Kaz and Eddie's and Rude and Chavo and Hernandez. Angle basically fought the broom in the cage. ROH is doing shit as well. <laughs> Questions. I hear El Generico without his mask. Wrestled without his mask. Ugh. I wish he would be able to keep it. Thoughts? Pack aka Adonis is the NXT champ I saw last week on NXT. <laughs> he and Generico put on a great match in Illinois at App Apple Show. Just saying. <laughs> Anyways, if you could name one or two of the most underrated wrestlers in your opinion, who would it be? And there is no Kali picks this time. Okay. Fuck. Just just this once. <laughs> Ugh. Calm down. And I should say no ACH boners either as a fan. LOL. Just kidding. <laughs> Till next time. It's me. It's me. It's Big PPC. Keep up great work, Mayhem Crew. Sent from my iPhone. Now, that was creepy because I did not know he he wrote that <laughs> Told other you to calm down. Last line, the calm down line. And I was like, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know why this never dawned on me, but so he's writing this entire email on his iPhone. Yeah, yeah, that might explain some. Maybe things. we should cut him some fucking slack. <laughs> Shut up. No, it's I, funnier this way. I will never, ever, ever not read it in Russian. I don't. Care. <laughs> no, he's reading it in Russian. I never. The thing is, I also never want to hear his voice in real life because it will ruin it for me. <laughs> don't Wait, ruin it. Hear his voice he's before Russian child. Didn't he pop it's like the... hearing Delirious talk for the first time. We, oh, yeah, we heard his voice before. I think yeah, it was in the Hangout or on, or you, you on voicemail, voicemail or something like that. That was a mistake. We, heard we blocked him. it out. I, I Obviously. Don't so. and he's, uh, I'm going to say he sounded Russian. <laughs> Close enough, so, right? Close enough. So, so If I knew a Russian person. Uh, <laughs> old Generico wrestled without his mask. Thoughts? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Yep. Seriously. Who get? Okay. He's a great wrestler. That's awesome. Fantastic. He's a, he's a great character. Congratulations. If you're that talented and a great character, that'll shine through whether he wears a mask or not. Who gives a fuck? Hey, who? I agree. Who wore a mask in the indies that is now the world heavyweight champion? Triple H. No, that's not true. <laughs> Wrestle fan? Who, who is that man? Never wore a that mask. Would, no, not me. Uh, that would be one Alberto Del... Oh, you're, you're saying it so you'd make me roll my R's again, you piece yes. of shit. 
uh, Alberto <laughs> Del Rio. Uh, that sounded okay. retarded. Um, yeah. So, so he always asks, uh, well, could you name one or two of the most underrated wrestlers in your opinion today? Uh, I guess so. Thoughts? 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 Thoughts, you, thoughts? I got, I got, I got mine. Okay. Uh, and I know he said no ACH boner, and I won't say ACH because I think he's very properly rated. Um, I, I, I will go to the ACW well though. Uh, two of them, two people I think are extremely underrated. I think companies should look out for is uh, a guy by the name of Davey Vega uh, that I think a lot of people need to check out. Uh, completely gets pro wrestling, I think, and has a great understanding of it. Of it. Uh, and also a person we interviewed here, a uh, friend of the show, Gary J. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one to uh, definitely look out for, I think. They, uh, a lot of companies should be using uh, them because they're great assets, I think. Uh, I'll go local as well. Uh, I, I'm going to go John McChesney and uh, uh, probably even Shane Taylor. Mm. Uh, because Shane Taylor is doing some great stuff, had an opportunity to be a monster down there in RWA. And John McChesney, I'm just like seeing what he's doing with – he, he's really kind of Ric Flaring it out there. Like he makes he makes people look like a million bucks. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and I can tell he's just one of those people that just works his ass off for wrestling. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and again, just has a great head for it too. Um, so that, that's mine. LB, you got anybody? It doesn't have to be I indie. Do, I know we actually. I know we kind of started the indie train, but let's go. I'm gonna stop that indie train right. You this stop it. You stop it right in its <laughs> tracks. I'm trying to find out where this person's from. Okay. Uh, Polish. College doesn't say. Oh well. Anyway, um, I think uh, remarkably underrated. Uh, Beth Phoenix. Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. so talented. Oh yeah. And and they were just like, eh, fuck it, just let her go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, she was great. She was Buffalo. absolutely fantastic. I went back and watched an old Royal Rumble. Uh, it's the one where she eliminated Kali. She did excellent work. Uh, very talented wrestler. Good good facial expressions. She was just really, really good in an era where she had almost nobody that she could run with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I am. Uh, my pick is Beth Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Well, you there, Riz? Um, I'm going to go one local, one WWE, one mainstream star. Uh, my local one is Dalton Castle. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think he's just Never. not ready because anybody, nobody's discovered him yet. No, he, once he once he is, he's going to be huge. Yeah. And for my the main star that gets overlooked a lot, uh, Justin Gabriel. Aww. Fuck you, Riz. You were supposed to say Kali. Oh, <laughs> Shit on my dreams. No, you um, follow the rules. <laughs> I follow the damn rules, sir. Uh, from the chat Even though, if, Wait, wait on, you know what? On. No. I, I, if choose, we... I choose Kali because Kali isn't really a name. Is it really a wrestler name? No. Yeah, it brings me K- joy. K A H L I. Kali is K H A L I. Yeah. If we if we have to pick a local person, I will pick um uh uh facade because he's tremendous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Huge uh, talent, and uh, I think he should be everywhere where there's wrestling. Uh, from the chat room, uh, Alex Carr says, Freight Train, Steve the Turtle, Weiner, and Willie Mack. Uh, Big PPC says, Michael Elgin and Roderick Strong. Uh, Wrestler Revolution says, Winnico. Um, <laughs> also, <laughs> I'll give him that. 
Oh, seriously. He's underrated for his ability, but like he's given a character mm-hmm. that doesn't really Big work. nasty Eric Watts from Tough Enough from Alex. Uh, and then Wrestling of Hand has a problem with Strong and Elgin because they were all, almost wrestler of the year last year. Uh, and Strong is a world champion. Uh, he's saying Hunico and Eric Young, those are his picks. Hunico rides the bike well. Mike says Delirious. And Bobby says Pikachu. <laughs> Good choice, huh. Bobby. Then he picked uh, Zach Rain, Shane Malice, and Project Thirteen. AKA Wait, Project Bobby didn't say Manchild. Apparently not. Manchild is rated Man-child. exactly where he needs to be. Apparently, I think Pikachu is like the epitome of overrated. I mean, yeah, he's good, <laughs> really? but he's really just a small electric type Pokemon. You know, you know who's what I mean? Very, you know, who's very underrated. Hmm. Hitmochan? Magikarp. Magikarp. Magikarp nope. is underrated. You're, I'll give you that. Your, to- oh. your, your tote's wrong. You know who's Magic properly rated? Diglett. Diglett? You can suck my dick. <laughs> well, with that, uh, we're going to talk. Sork, Sork, who's your favorite Pokemon? Join <laughs> in. I don't, I don't, I, I, I. Answer the question. Just Say name that. any Pokemon. <laughs> and make uh, uh, Mewtwo. Bam! Named it. Yeah, Fantastic. Um, I, I have one other uh, mention I want to I want to bring up because I mentioned a lady wrestler. Okay, um, also, surprisingly good when you go back and watch her now is Maurice. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't best technical wrestler, but holy shit, her Maurice facial expressions and mm-hmm. the greatest thing I ever read about her was um, uh, I think it was uh, Brian Stroud actually in his uh, column one week said that he uh, he mentioned her getting slapped in the face and she sold it like she was falling out of an airplane. <laughs> and he's right. It was fantastic. Whenever she'd lose a match, she'd freak out and like like make sure her hair's all in place and do this. Thing. She was awesome. The, she was so good. The and Dolph they fucking Ziggler, fired her. The Dolph Ziggler of now, women's wrestlers. That being said, um, there is a, a, a news item going around. I don't know if you want to get into it now or save it for the roundtable about the uh, lady wrestlers. Let's get down the round table, sir. Okay. So before we get you to our sweet bippy Andy minute, we mm. did have an interview this past weekend, IWC Uncivil War, and with one Andrew Palace. So let's get to know this young star here with IWC. Here with the Mayhem Show, right before IWC Uncivil War, the fans are filing in back there behind us with one of the up and comers here with IWC International Wrestling Cartel. This is Andrew Palace. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty amazing. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing fine. I'm doing okay. So, so Andrew Palace, tell me, first, for the people who haven't checked you out, of course, if they haven't checked out IWC, um, I don't know where else you've been around, uh, but tell, tell them, what can they expect when they see an Andrew Palace match? Well, you can expect the best-looking hair you've ever seen, ever. Don't even call me Carlito. I'm better than Carlito. But you're going to expect high-flying amazingness. With lots of goggles. Okay, okay. We'll get into that in a second. But first, you're, you're one of the guys that's coming through uh, IWC's wrestling school. The, um, the Iron City Wrestling Academy. Iron City Wrestling Academy. I usually get it mixed up. I knew it was a lot of stuff there. So um, so you're one of the guys um, that's kind of really kind of broken out from, I, I, that I'm aware of, I think like the, the strongest breakout from your class. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, uh, HD Cannon, he's, uh, he, he's getting a little push here and there, but... A little bit. Okay, okay, he's getting a pretty decent push. Okay, okay. But I mean, I mean, he can't say he faced like I don't know Zima Ion. Okay. He's on TV, so. 
yeah, I, you, yeah, you've had a chance to uh, face a few names, including yeah. Zima Island. I think he was, was he the X Division. He was just lost the X Division championship. Just lost it, yeah. yeah so, um, and I think Gregory Iron you, you faced. Um, so, uh, how successful were you? <laughs> well, they they got lucky. Okay. Okay. This time. So tell me about that. So, so you went through the IWC wrestling school. You're, you're only uh, a few months into this, having matches with the IWC here. I think since uh, what mid late last year. Yeah, something so like that. Tell me what the experience was like. Like, why did you pick the IWC wrestling school? You know, I I went to other places. Like, I was so eager to get into pro wrestling because I I did amateur wrestling for 13 years. Okay. Okay. So it's like I I really wanted to get into this, and places I went, they just. They kind of ignored me. They didn't listen to my messages trying to get in with their school. It's like, hey, I'm giving you money. Just train me. But IWC, it's like I sent a message, and I got a message back about two hours later. So So, so they're the ones that called back. Yeah. Okay, okay. And it's like, this is the place I want to be because they want me there, so I'll be there. Excellent. What what do you think uh, really stuck out that you got there you don't think you would have gotten other places? Oh, I mean, IWC just brings in – the best talent from all over the country, all over the world, really. Um, any big indie names you hear of, they, they've been through here. They they go here. I mean, you look at Sammy Callahan, uh, Bobby Fish, like just a big-name indie circuit, guys. Mm-hmm. So it's like I want to be associated with those guys. Awesome. So awesome. I thought I'd... Of course, you guys like Zima Ion, who's homegrown here. Yeah. it's like, And a lot of people compare me to him, and it's kind of weird because I actually grew up about six minutes away from where he grew up like our high schools actually had like rivalries and stuff so yeah that's great you know so so you got to build that in when you had your match that rivalry just kind of kept going yeah it's pretty cool and like we both have our hair thing going on so that battle of the hairstyles ladies and gentlemen excellent mine's a little bit better but yeah now you got a we got a little bit of different style than some of the guys here in IWC, you know, Zion and everybody. But you have a style, certain little bit of style people have noticed that seems a little bit. I don't know if it's on purpose, it's an homage, or it's a no. I'm taking this for myself because you definitely get the chance of Carlito. You know, it's it's just a coincidence. I mean, Carlito, he had poofy hair. I have poofy hair. I don't compare. I don't see anybody comparing bald people with Stone Cold Steve Austin or anything like that. So it's like, it's like, okay, I have poofy hair. I wear purple. It's like, get over it. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I don't bite into apples or anything. <laughs> stupid. That's stupid. You know. And uh, now you tell me about these goggles. What do you want to know about these goggles? Why do you have goggles in the ring? Are you afraid you're going to fall into, like, are, they going to ha- are you afraid we're going to have the Piranha match like in uh, uh, WXC or whatever that MTV one was? No, no. Just the goggles. The goggles are like, it's like the Green Lantern's ring. Okay? It gives him the power. Okay. Okay? Okay. Okay, now these goggles... They give me the power. I mean, nobody's seen this power yet. Okay. I'm getting to it. You're getting to it. You're building it up. But when it, when I grab those goggles, put them on, and hit my aviation, that that's when I jump off the top with the goggles, and it, it it's super cool. Okay. When I hit that, okay. I swear, the world will be changed, and I'm sticking with that. 
There you go. Now, now you've t- you've done this. You've gone on the top rope. You put on the goggles, and I I missed a few times. Okay, okay. You, you haven't hit it yet. Let's be honest. They were going to hit with the hard question. You have not hit it yet. And I, I hit I hit the mat. And it felt it. Okay. Okay. That's that's fair enough. All right. Uh, <laughs> excellent. So so what what's in the future for Andrew Pallets? Where where do you go from here? Where are you going with IWC and beyond? Well, first you're going to see me in the IWC. Then you're going to see me in the other top promotions around the country. And then you're going to see me on TV. And then you're going to see me in the books. And then you're going to see me on CNN. And then you're going to see me going to the Hall of Fame everywhere. Not just like, you know, one company. Not there are a couple of Hall of Fames now. There's a couple. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna. My goal is to be in all of them. Okay, okay. As the best, bestest ever. What do you have coming up? There's got to be somebody like a, an influence and somebody you would like to say. I'm, I'm at the pinnacle there. What is your dream match? You get that chance to get out on WrestleMania, whatever equivalent. What, what do you think? Who do you want to humble there on the grand stage? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, if, Back in his uh, prime, I would say Mick Foley. Just, it's like I'm in the technical wrestling, which is weird that, that I pick Mick Foley, but just he just puts it all out there. All out there. But uh, right now, I would say Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. He's crazy. He's crazy with his stuff. All right, now we got one more question here. We got the big question we've been asking everybody about this. This is kind of a personality test for you guys. We've gotten the whole range of answers for this thing. So we want to know from you, Andrew Palace. I have some 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 ideas because of your wardrobe, but what vegetable would you be? Hold on, I might get emo- I, I might get emotional. Uh-huh. I'd be a cucumber. Why a cucumber? Think about it. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Palace with the International Wrestling Cartel here before IWC Uncivil War. Uh, where are you uh, on uh, online if people want to check you out? Are you on the Twitters, your Facebooks? I'm on the Twitters. Uh, I don't make many tweets, but hey, you should follow me in case I make that one tweet that blows your mind. It's uh, at the Andrew Palace. The Andrew Palace and Facebook. I'm Andrew Palace. Like, just look me up on. Can that. they ask you hair tips? Um, they can. I mean, but they probably won't have the hair to do anything. You with. think I can do anything with this thing going on here? I mean, I got some something to work with, right? No. 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 Not at all. I, no. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. Oh, there you go. Have it. They have, I have no uh, no prospects. Thanks, guys. Back to the studio. Thanks, Lord, for that excellent interview with uh, one Andrew Palace. Uh, folks, I know you thought it was Carlito, but it was not, in fact, Carlito. Uh, and in line uh, with that uh, very gentleman wrestler, um, let's get into this week's Indie Minute. Wrestle fan, tell us what you got. I've got things to talk about that have to do with independent wrestling. Uh, and since we uh, just got done talking to one Andrew Palace, uh, I think it'd be a good time to talk about uh, IWC wrestling, which was this past weekend in Elizabeth, Pennsylvania. And Sorg was there, as always, for, with uh, Sorgatron Media doing the filming. 
so yeah, sir, what did you think of the event? Uh, really good show. Uh, it was one. It was something a little different. Um, you know, as, as it is, you know, this isn't the super indie, and they really kind of do the you know kind of low show, high show kind of situation. They're not going like every month kind of kind of deal here. Um, so we had payback. They set up a lot of stuff. This was uncivil war. Um, uncivil. Something a little different. They actually started with the heavyweight championship. Uh, which turned into a whole thing. And, of course, they're building this whole team uh, big league versus IWC sort of thing. Uh, the old promoter uh, kind of creep, creeping in there, trying to get his hands on things. Um, so there was a lot of stuff, a lot of involvement between, you know, those, those you know, factions, right, throughout the night. Um, which led to an unannounced four-on-four Survivor Series-style match. Mm. Between Team Big League and Team IWC, consisting of uh, uh, Shulo, uh, 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 Dalton Castle, not the other guy, um, and uh, and War, uh, We Are Rockstars, which is Aiden Vale, who we talked to last month, and uh, Jordan Lennox uh, against Team Big League, uh, comprising of McChesney, um, uh, Nuts, uh, uh, Brooks, and I can't remember the other guy on the team. Um, Fish. Not Fish. No, Fish was actually hurt. He got hurt, apparently, at the pay-per-view. But he was there uh, with his uh, Ring of Honor championship and everything, uh, the tag team championship and everything. Um, why, why can't I remember who was in it? Hmm. Sorry about that. Oh, Jimmy DeMarco, who came out in a fabulous dollar bill suit um, <laughs> during that match. Uh, Wait, was it... Was it- was it uh, Chess Flexor's billion dollar man suit? No, 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 no. As in, it was a giant suit that looked more like a skirt that was just like a giant, I don't dollar bill, hundred dollar bill. There's got to be pictures huh. up on their Facebook or something. Um, I'll, I'll see if I can bring it up. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. Especially he wrestled earlier the night in regular tights and everything. And he came out with this thing and I think he was wearing like khaki cargo pants. Uh, so it was a little confusing to say the least. Um, <laughs> so, but it was cool because it, it, you know, you saw two matches with, with the bigger guys there. Um, it was a fun night. It was a different night. They told a lot of story, a lot of, and, and more successfully than I think I see with a lot of indie uh, groups that try to fit a lot of stuff in there. Because you ever like see the indie group where it's like, uh, really, do we need a promo for the match that's happening later tonight? Kind of situation. Yep. Why? Wait, wait, wait. Why did these guys feel like they should book their indie show like it's a raw? Uh, you know, you ever get that feeling out there, guys? Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I've seen that. I've seen that a few. It's like, no, I don't need this. I don't know. We don't need this. No, we just, I, I'm here for wrestling. That's, that's, this isn't WWE, guys. Stop trying. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, but I think it was, it was pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good how they pulled it off. So, um, uh, and of course, they're setting up uh, Night of the Superstars. We'll talk more about Night of the Superstars and everything le- leading up to it. No, we um, won't. No, we won't. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> no, we won't. Well, for, well, some of the matches that were announced, I know uh, John McChesney will be taking on Gold Dust mm-hmm. in a non-metal match. That should be really fun. Uh, three-way Super Indie match. Uh, Zima Ion versus Rocky Reynolds. Uh, that should be very good. Uh, Super Indie qualifier uh, Kyle Matthews making his IWC debut. I know probably most of you don't know anything about Kyle Matthews, nope, but. Nope. Yep, but uh, he's one to look out for. I definitely I would uh, keep you know, your eyes on him. He's had a, a lot of big matches in the uh, the Georgia area. Um, and speaking and of he, big matches, there's the midget match we talked about last week. Hey, yeah. midget! Yeah, big matches. Um, but ha, yeah, so big it looks matches. Like it, 
it, it looks like it's it looks like it's going to be a really stacked card. I think for that event. Oh yeah, and they usually are. They're usually really nice and really big, you know, uh, shows. I mean, this kind of replaces their old Night of Legends shows, um, which we they didn't get a chance to do one last year because of scheduling. I think. Uh, but really cool it's coming back and they're able to do something like this. And, and they got some names I'm interested in seeing. So I, I, I'm looking forward to going up there and, and shooting that one uh, here in April. And there's like there's a show the next day with them in West Virginia. <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be a hell of a weekend. It's going to be busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hitting the road with Sorgatron Media. Um, I, and there's some other stuff. Did I want to mention this stuff tonight? You know, we'll, we'll get into that next week, because actually that's that's pertaining to RWA and PWX, both having shows uh, next Saturday night. Uh, go to them, check them out, uh, respectively, PWX, uh, I think it's PWX Live TV, or PWXTV.com and RWALive.com. Uh, really interesting stuff happening in the Pittsburgh area, but I think we're going to touch on that next week, since those shows are coming up, uh, you know, more than a week from now. Uh, but go check that out, see what's going on. Uh, what else is going on there, WrestleFan? Uh, some other stuff's going on, uh, uh, not in the Pittsburgh area, but uh, going to the other side of the United States, in the California area. Uh, big stuff's going down for Pro Wrestling Guerrilla this weekend. Their All-Star Weekend 9 event is uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, 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 2-9 event, uh, it should be a really awesome time in Reseda, California. Uh, a lot of debuts for them, and a lot of the top independent stars will be there. Uh, the independent uh, return, I guess, and debut of uh, the, uh, the wrestler formerly known as Trent Beretta. Um, uh, AR Fox making his PWG debut. Uh, Paul London will be there, uh, mixing with the, uh, the the PWG talent. Uh, so that should be a really fun of uh, uh, two nights. Uh, if you want more information on that, you can go to prowrestlinggorilla.com uh, and go check that out. Uh, it should be should be a really fun one. Uh, PWG is always busting out some really good stuff. Um, and uh, also, hold on, hold on. Riz is Wait, trying to talk. Riz I'm is trying, trying to, to talk. talk. I'm sorry, Riz, I'm Riz. really low. I apologize. I heard a rumor that about Trent Beretta. What oh, is his, what is his name in in the Indies now? Uh, Trent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I meant. Yeah. Trent Beretta. No, uh, no uh, that's how that's his name because he has a question mark name? on the end. Really? What's his name? Yeah. Trent? Yeah. Question mark. Trent? Huh? Yeah. You read it like you're a Ron Burgundy reeling the uh, teleprompter. But what's his name? Riz, I'm going to punch you so hard. I'm going to punch you so hard for so long. That is I swear a very, to God. That's a very, First the very R's. Set, First the R's. Very Don't worry, Riz. I won't let him do it. Yay, friendship. <laughs> I'm yes. playing my game. Oh, and actually, I believe I, I actually am mistaken. Uh, the PWG event is next weekend. I apologize. Oh, what the uh, hell? What the hell? March uh, the 22nd and 23rd. Uh, dates are confusing. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> uh, so I'll give you more time to prepare and get your tickets for that event. I believe Front Row is uh, entirely sold out for those, so um, go check them out, and that should be a, a really fun time. Uh, and the last thing I do want to talk about, uh, since uh, we have some people on the show, I know we don't get into discussions a lot on the, on the Indie Minute. What was that, Riz? You just said we have people on the show. Riz, we, we are people, people on the show. On the this show. is a fact. We are, we are um, people, and we're on the show. Totally. Um, but we don't have a lot of discussions on the end minute, but I did want to have this discussion because this uh, I found out today, and uh, I, it's it's a topic that's having sort of a, a variety of opinions on the internet, and I wanted to see what you guys thought. Uh, so everyone knows wrestling is, right? You know, wrestling is fun. You know, that one that uh, they, mm-hmm. they were doing a lot of great stuff, and I'm, I was looking at them. And then they were uh, starting to expand with, like, wrestling is uh, awesome, wrestling is respect. 
uh, some different stuff. Uh, wrestling is art. Wrestling is heart. Um, and I'm like, okay, this is a little, you know, it's, it's, it may be like they're kind of spreading themselves a bit thin, but there seems to be some good stuff coming there. Uh, they're spreading themselves a bit even more thin now. Because I just found out today that there's two more promotions uh, for Wrestling Is. Hmm. Uh, wrestling Is Cool. Um, uh, I believe it's out of, I want to say it was like West Virginia, Ohio area that they're doing uh, their events. Uh, and also Wrestling Is Intense out of the Illinois area. Um, so just out of curiosity, wh- what do you guys think about these? Uh, I know they've, they've been hotly debated, I guess, on the internet uh, about wrestling is these sister promotions, I guess you could say, of Chikara. Um, do you th- do you do you see benef- more benefits in it than sort of the detriments? Uh, first of all, I just want to open it to you guys. Like, what do you guys think? Well, you know, the interesting thing I'm, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I hope I'm hoping the hard <laughs> We are not doing a mayhem show. I can't stop it. I can't stop it. (laughs) What's happening? Sorry about that. No, yeah, I'm looking at the sites and and they're very templated. I I noticed, and it feels like the wrestling shows are a template as well. You know, it it feels like I'm wondering as I'm looking at these rosters. I'm wondering if what they're doing is they're 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 setting up these kind of sister promotions instead of putting Chikara all over the place, which is weird because why wouldn't you just use the brand name, right? Um, yeah. And, and the suspicions about why they're doing this, right? Um, and I don't even understand who owns these things, uh, but they're obviously you know people involved with Chikara as far as the rosters go. I wonder if they're just kind of setting up these like satellite Chikara promotions that are involving people that are. Involved with Chikara, but instead of shipping them all into Chikaras, like they're like maybe like all the Illinois people are doing the one in Illinois, and all the West Virginia people are doing the West Virginia one, and maybe they'll have you know less people coming in because that then lowers your cost, right? Um, and then Chikara is like the big show, like the the super show of these kind of ideas and and different people, right? I don't know. It's just it's a theory. Really? I, I, I see it, what you're going with that. My only thing is that I think Chikara nowadays is sort of expanding a lot more than they used to. Okay. Uh, they used to do more PA stuff, but now, like, they they rarely ever do PA now. Like, they're expanding to so many other, like, states well, they're that doing it's Texas, really... Aren't they? I'm sorry? They're doing Texas. <laughs> Are they doing Texas? <laughs> what? What are you laughing at? No, I get, a, I get a very funny Texas message from funny. someone who's watching the show. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Carmen Avenue uh, pointed out uh, wrestling in tents can happen anywhere. <laughs> wrestling in tents. Uh, wrestling, wrestling in tents. Yeah. It, he's not wrong. No, no. He's not wrong at all. Uh, but, but no, I didn't hear about them going to Texas. I thought uh, they're, they're debuting somewhere down south or Florida or something. I think they were right? doing Florida and California. Florida. Yeah, Texas, that's what I'm hearing. Same okay. thing. Same, same thing. thing. Okay. Okay. Um, but they're expanding to a lot of new places. Like even even like Virginia, they're doing a lot more in like Canada and like just a bunch of different places other than just like Easton and Reading and stuff like that that they used to do. Maybe they just like they're franchising out. They're franchising yeah. out like uh, like like this is the McDonald'sification of Chikara or something. <laughs> is that what's happening? Maybe I mean uh-huh. it's like their uh-huh. brand, their rebranded Chikara. brand is going on here. I, I, I don't know. It's it's a new NWA. 
Yeah. Oh, See, that's the thing. I don't know if they are trying to go with territory routes, like, or no, if look, they're. It's 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 real simple, and uh, it's we can sum it up like this: um, if these guys are making money, they should keep opening franchises. Yes. Okay. Whenever they See, stop being profitable, shut down that franchise. Okay, or or maybe it's like maybe they're just doing all of these so they can experiment. Maybe this is all like okay, we haven't uh, saw fit to bring a whole Chikara show to these areas, so let's try this. You know, yeah, I think that, that, a, that was one of my with a lower too. with a you know lower cost. Nobody's expecting Chikara, but it's talent again. Maybe it is more regionalized talents. People that live in the area don't have to you don't have to worry as much about travel, right? Because uh, that's a big concern. It's, seriously, it's a big concern as far as wrestling goes. It's and, not and really think, a, it, it's not really just a regular branch though. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if for National Pro Wrestling Day, the, one of the better matches that we saw were was wrestling is respect. Mm-hmm. And wrestling is respect featured what zero punches exactly, and it was it was an old time wrestling match, and that's kind and of the other thing. That's about what it. they were they're, they're trying to get front, that niche niche. Yeah, or, and, and then they niche. but then they have these areas where they can experiment with the intense respect grappling thing there, or the extent goofiness here. Maybe they don't go this far with the goofiness. With the wrestling is fun. You know, uh, 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 I, the, the only thing is I don't necessarily like see the difference between like say a wrestling is awesome and a wrestling is cool. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. the I don't know about that. But they run different areas, um, right? And I know, yeah, and I know that um, partially it's uh, sort of because of the uh, promotions that are sort of adopted from it. Like I know wrestling is respect was sort of adopted from pro wrestling respect, which was the sister promotion for Ring of Honor for okay. the training students. Okay. Um, so, and I think there's a couple other ones that are sort of like that. Um, and I do, I do think it does play a bit to regionally, like what Sork said. I know the wrestling is intense. One has a lot of the guys from the Illinois area, uh, like the submission squad who are the guys that come down from St. Louis, uh, for anarchy championship wrestling all the time, who are super good. Uh, it seems like that, that roster is sort of rounding out, um, uh, wrestling is intense. Um, I, 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 I can see those aspects. The only thing is, like what Lunchbox mentioned about profitability, um, for Wrestling is Awesome, for example, they had one event, uh, and I believe it was in Massachusetts. I'm not sure about that. Um, but it did not draw a really amazing crowd. Uh, very, very light. They released their DVD, obviously, so they're getting more you know stuff, obviously, from there. But the crowd was actually very, very light, and they actually canceled their upcoming event uh i have a feeling because of you know the crowd turnout okay um so so i think i think it's something they can probably hit or miss i do think they need to if that's the case i do think you know having like seven promotions now i think eventually they do need to scale it back Mm -hmm. but still it's one of those you know are they do they have too many shows because they're spreading themselves then or but none of these shows are competing with each other though right this, these aren't shows that I'm going to drive three hours to go see, right? This is like, I happen to be like maybe within an hour drive of this, let's go check out a wrestling show, or even more regional. Uh, what? You got messages again? God damn it, Lunchbox. I'm getting, I'm getting hilarious messages. Okay. Um, but, I, you know, I, I think I think this is like, they can do this if, if something does happen, like what's, you know, the problems you're seeing with the Wrestling is Awesome events, it's not as big of a loss as we went and did Chikara, 
brought all these guys in to do a Chikara type show with the Chikara people and 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 lost money on it. So, but again, I don't even know what the connection is. Are these uh, the same company? Are they spinoff companies? What's happening here? Are they doing these companies? Are people setting up these companies locally? And then you got somebody sitting there with a license. So if Jakara wants to come to those networks after you've tested it out with one of these uh, mini promotions, now you have somebody with a license, which is a big issue. Yeah, this is complicated. Wrestling is, wrestling is complicated. It's complicated. Uh, with that, any final thoughts on that there, Wrestle fan, or anything else? Uh, no, I, I, I definitely think uh, I've sort of broadened my uh, perspective on that, I think, now. Uh, I definitely want to keep up with all, uh, hopefully keep up with all these promotions, uh, see how they're doing and, you know, how it's progressing and uh, how it's sort of aiding Chikara, uh, I think, in a sense. So right. I'll definitely oh, be yeah, keeping yeah, an yeah, eye on that. Box. Wait, wait, Papa Lunchbox. I got, you know, it is starting something with the chat room. I think you and me need to brainstorm on this thing, okay? Oh. Yeah, are you ready for this? What's- what happened in the chat room? What's I, happening? I, no, 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 no. This is kind of sparked a little bit. So, so here's one, and, and and I think I know there's a lot of wrestling here in Pittsburgh. There's four promotions going on in the Pittsburgh and south of Pittsburgh. I call it the droopy Pittsburgh area. Um, um, going <laughs> on right now, right? But I think there might be room for one more. How about this idea that popped up? I think uh, wrestling, Alex Carr is actually said in the chat room. Wrestling is delus- delicious. How about a food-based wrestling organization? I think we can do this. I think there's I money mean, here. This is- is this yeah. all just a bringing sandwich? And I think there's two reasons it's going to work in the Pittsburgh area. Because, one, we love wrestling in Pittsburgh. And, two, there's a lot of fat people eating pierogies here in Pittsburgh. Have you, know, you seen I, a I'm, I'm on board with this, Sorg. I think it's a really great idea. But the only problem is uh, Cheerleaders does this every Thursday night already. Uh, and they do it with attractive women. So I think uh, they beat us to the punch. They beat us to the punch bowl. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. All right, sorry about that, Russell fan. Yeast and no, it's all good. I I, I won't ignore. Uh, I won't interrupt your business ventures. Oh, wait, uh, he's, he's smart. We make our money off concessions. <laughs> it's a wrestling show. Wait, okay. so, wait a it's minute. A so we're gonna show, we're gonna. But so what we're gonna do is we're gonna sell the food that the wrestlers um that the wrestlers just wrestled in again. I think no, no, cheerleaders no, no, no. has think the market right. cornered on that one. I think what Story's getting at is that it's be a wrestling show, but in reverse. So it's a lot of like concession stuff, and it's broken up with a wrestling match as an intermission. Wait a minute. Riz, what did you say? There'll be less crabs. Have you met Jimmy DeMarco? He has to wear rubbers. The only reason he doesn't have crabs is because he shaves it smooth as a as smooth. It's like a fucking slip and slide from his from his titties all the way down to his little donger. <laughs> and we broke Wrestle Fan. All right, with that, thank you, Wrestle Fan, for the indie minutes. In the meantime, we're gonna find out on the break why it looks like Kane is coming into your uh, bedroom uh, with that lighting effect going on there. Uh, but with that, we're gonna go check out what's, what's going on in gold. Uh, what else is going on around the mayhem and the wrestling world? And we'll be back with uh, Remember When. He still didn't. What's that? Don't use what I just said on the show. Oh, yeah. No, he's a very nice guy, yeah, and I really is, yeah. appreciate him being on the show, and I don't want him to think that I think he's Dalton Castle. So let's, let's start. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you're not Papa Lunchbox. You're a frog. I'm not. you just call him a frog? Yes, I do. Since, according to your camera, you had the skin tone of Paul Bearer this week, I like the homage. Oh. 
Yeah, it's a little weird. I I gotta play with everything in my house. This week's Wrestling Mayhem show is brought to you by light bulbs. Because screw that thing. When I was a little kid, it was a little bit. Yeah, I stay up late, you know, but just a little bit. And my curfew deemed by the street light. As much as I did then, I still love a street fight. I had a job that was legal and need legal over for running the table. I'm known for scheming on people, known for speeding the vehicle, burning, slurping, and spitting fruit. <laughs> Fantastic. Folks, welcome back to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Um, on a serious note, the wrestling community, as we mentioned earlier, earlier uh, did suffer a very serious loss. Um, Paul Bearer, a.k.a. William Moody, did pass away. Um, you know, of course, our thoughts and prayers are with the, with the Moody family. And uh, as kind of an homage this week, uh, we will be remembering our, our favorite Paul Bearer moments in this week's. Remember one? Um, I, I will, I will happily kick things off with WrestleMania 20, WrestleMania 20. Um, everybody knew the undertaker was coming back. It was the end of the biker gimmick. Uh, Kane had, uh, beaten him pretty severely in addition to, uh, Vince McMahon, uh, and buried him, put him in the ground. He was gone for a little while. We knew he was coming back for a match. This was WrestleMania 20 and everybody wanted to know what was going to happen. And, uh, the, we had a, a big crowd watching, uh, watching that year and, uh, it was silent. It was dead silent in the arena, in the apartment we were watching it in. It was silence. Everybody was waiting for the gong, but we didn't get the gong. We got Paul Bearer making his return as well with an, Oh, yes. And everybody just lit up. It was crazy. Uh, everybody in the apartment, everybody in the arena went nuts because it was so much better than the gong because we knew the undertaker was coming back. It was going to be kind of a classic taker and the undertaker that came back. It was like the perfect incarnation. There was a little bit of that American badass in there, but there was also the dead man. Paul Bearer was back. It was a great, uh, great time. And, uh, to have it kicked off by, uh, Paul Bearer was just the, the cherry on top. Sorg. You know, <laughs> I, you know, I never thought it's in my head. Paul Bearer was always the um, part of the package deal. You know, like I never thought of anything specifically Paul Bearer. You know, uh, it was just mm-hmm. like it was like Undertaker and Paul Bearer. You know, but he mm-hmm. is the thing that made everything right. Um, I, I mean, just like a any time, like I, I would. You know, if I can, I cannot pick a specific moment. Just any time we just have a shot of him at ringside, especially those early days, we're just and we saw a lot of it in that promo last night. Him holding the urn and doing the, you know, look. Mm-hmm. I did a fantastic impression there for your audio listeners. Um, <laughs> but but you know, I mean, that was just like like God. This guy is really creepy and weird. You know, and it was it was it was tremendous. Um, like he was the right ingredient to make Undertaker work. Right, you know, versus what we started off with him being out with. Uh, well, the Million Dollar Man brought him in, but what Brother Love, which was a weird one. So, what? 
Gunston <laughs> brother love. Oh. But but that's it's always so red. So whoever decided <laughs> let's bring this guy in and have him do this was ge- absolute genius. Um, so I, I you know again I, you know nothing specific but just kind of a general like I love that those moments really kind of stuck with me. So Russell fan. I know you have a long history of Paul Bearerisms. Well, yeah, the one uh, Lunchbox kind of took from me there was the WrestleMania <laughs> 21, uh, which that one was really cool too. Uh, you know, learning, a, knowing a lot about Paul Bearer from what I've heard from like not just you know the wrestling world, but like my dad was a real big fan, and you know he sort of you know sort of taught me about him, and so to see him for that first time was awesome. Uh, I'll I'll say the moment that was a little bit not too far from that WrestleMania afterwards. Uh, from uh, the Great American Bash in 2004, what? where the where the Undertaker had a handicap match against the the Dudley Boys, oh. where Paul or uh, Paul Heyman uh, created some vessel in which uh, Paul Bearer was placed uh, in a cement casket that was going to get filled with cement. Um, the, the reason I bring it up, something that I think was so like ridiculous and like in any sense could have been horrible like just a horrible horrible idea uh but i think paul made it work you know i think he had that ability i'm sorry i'm sorry that video apparently spliced it with a nuclear bomb effect <laughs> That's oh, like the, the one where Shawn Michaels goes up to a laptop, presses a button, and Vince's limo explodes. <laughs> um, but no, I think he was ridicu- so ridiculous in himself that he made that thing work, something that would not have worked normally, I think. Mm. It, was, it, was, it um, was such a ridiculous setup. And he was perfect for it. And I think, um, and ever since, and I know a lot of the other stuff that was sort of like later, like that, I mean, uh, more recently, like the stuff he did with Edge, like so ridiculous, but it was perfect because, you know, Paul Bearer made it perfect. So that's my memory. Excellent. And to the Riz? Yes. Okay. My, what I remember most about Paul Bearer is not his, like, what he did with the undertaker or, or what he was doing. It was how the fans treated him mm-hmm. and how he was the guy that everybody knew from the undertaker. And he, he was that image of ghoulie. He was a, well, he was, he was, you know, he wasn't perfect, but he, they, they played on him like he was somebody and I remember during the early years of <laughs> is that is that a gif of uh, Paul Bear getting hit overhead with a soccer ball? Yes. Okay, uh, but but the but, but the one moment that I stood out that stood out to me and I kept on thinking about it. Even they showed some of it during the actual uh, tribute was the fact that in these early years as the main guy for the undertaker they had contests a paul bear look-alike contest mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and mostly kids from like eight to whatever would enter this contest paint themselves ghostly white put a mustache on their face mm-hmm. and look mm-hmm. exactly like paul bear 
there was actually one in the audience as late as last Monday I saw, and it was kind of creepy. But as when they show the uh, the thing, I, I never really saw it myself, but I I. I remember listening to something and hearing, oh, you can come down to the Mellon Arena and they're for the pre-show and, or for intermission, we're going to have a Paul Bearer lookalike contest. You know, and it wasn't that I'm, like the ultimate thing for like the fat kids out there watching wrestling. Be like, yeah. You know, I can never pull off a Hulk Hogan or Macho Man Randy's house, but a Paul Bearer I can do. Yeah, you all know? you can do is put put white, go- uh, white paint all over your face, draw a mustache, and get your voice very high like this. <laughs> and there you go. Awesome. That's amazing. And get a gold urn. Oh, uh, Paul Bear. There you go. Um, excellent. From the chat room, uh, Carr says, uh, uh, favorite moment of Bear turning on Taker to work with Kane, Mankind, etc. Um, yeah, because I mean, he was with them for years, right? So, and there's amazing gifts as we saw a moment ago. Tremendous stuff there. Uh, it, it, Paul Bearer will be missed. I, I think, uh, you know, again, what we said, you know, probably one of the last great managers uh, that stuck through the years. Um, you know, uh, he made Undertaker work, you know, and, and he was, we always give uh, Undertaker himself a lot of credit for changing over the years. Um, but for several, several years, there was, he was the Undertaker and he had Paul Bearer. And that's what we remember him as. You now, know. if it wasn't for Paul Bear, and Paul Bear wasn't in the WWE mm-hmm. at all, mm-hmm. and it was The Undertaker and Brother Love, or The Undertaker and the Million Dollar Man, and they kept that going, mm-hmm. would The Undertaker be this popular? I don't think so because I think, it was, like I said, exactly. it, it was kind of the whole package. So on top of that, you had the funeral parlor as an interview segment. You mm-hmm. you you had somebody to be a mouthpiece because Undertaker without a mouthpiece didn't work. That's why they was with first, you know, Million Dollar Man and Brother Love, you know, because uh, it it just wouldn't have worked, you know. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. Mike's saying it's really a shame we couldn't see Taker and Punk both walk down to Mania with their respective poles. Yeah, that would have been cool too. So, um, so yeah, so there you go. And with that, let's go to, speaking of Mike hanging out in the chat room, let's go to Mad Mike's Minute of Mayhem. Greetings, Mayhem, this is Mad Mike, once again with your Minute of Mayhem. Okay, before I, uh, start, I just want to, um, say rest in peace, Uncle Paul. Um such a shame that it happened but I gotta say that they handled it very tastefully I thought um and wow did it help the uh Taker and Punk storyline cause went from last week not really caring about it to holy shit this is gonna be fun anyway um that's all I wanna say about WWE this week because TNA has earned the entire minute not just because I was right although that does help but Lockdown was such a good show. Like, just overall, really logical booking. The right people won everything. Um, I mean, it, I almost felt like I was watching a different company. We, we have, like, it was, if you listen to the minute last week, I said that Team TNA should win. 
And that right afterwards, after TNA was riding this huge high, Bully Ray wins the title, declares himself the leader of Aces and Eights. That's exactly what happened! And holy shit, I'm actually super excited for Impact this week. I'm, I really, really am. They're gonna be in Chicago. It's gonna be a hot crowd, I'd imagine. And it's gonna be fantastic. And I also said that, you know, if it happened that way, I would go back to reviewing TNA. So, this week, look for Mad Mike Reviews, TNA, once again. And I think that's another one of my predictions from earlier in the year coming true. But anyway, um, yeah, TNA, bravo, bravo, well done. And <laughs> the, the ending where Bully's standing in the ring and people are throwing trash in and he just badmouths Brooke Hogan. He's like, I screwed you, I fooled all of you. Oh, so fucking good because, I mean, it... I kept hoping that this was the build that they were doing because a lot of things were indicating it, but you know, with TNA, sometimes they don't always go the way the indicators point. This time they did, and it was pretty fantastic. I, I mean, I really don't have a bad thing to say about TNA, and plus, it looks like we may actually get Taryn Terrell as a wrestler now, which, that's a good thing. That's a good thing because... She is horrible at refereeing. But her and Gail Kim could actually be a very good feud. I'm looking forward to that, actually. Um, yeah, I think that I think that's it for the minute this week. Um, peace, bitches. Thanks, Mad Mike, for that Mayhem Corner. Maybe a new name? Maybe we'll do that. <laughs> I'll have to change a graphic. Uh, no, and on the TNA side, I, I think we can start talking about. Wait, do we have uh, before we get to that? Do we have our masses unwashed masses thing? Oh yeah, let's do that. Let's uh, do that. Russell fan, do you want to do that? Yeah, I'll do that this week. Okay. Why not? Uh, Bobby FJ Down has submitted some comments from mm-hmm. the unwashed masses. Okay, and of course, or uh, matches if you're Sork. Yeah. <laughs> uh, regarding regarding the Bella Twins return. Again, these are for they, either comments from Facebook from the general WWE fan. Correct, yeah. Uh, from their fa- uh, WWE Fan Nation Facebook page, I believe. Uh, regarding the Bell Twins return, they are only here to make sure Cena doesn't get head from Riley Steele. What? I so want to have a threesome with them. And he notes, this was a female commenter. <laughs> Score one for the interwebs. <laughs> wow. Uh, and this one uh, was submitted from by uh, Alex Cars, um, posted on the Facebook wall for Zeb Coulter. Dear Sir Zeb, I want to tell the most respectful, the most respectful manner and defame you, disrespected all the Latin American community. You are an unscrupulous coward. Has nothing else to do but hate the Latino community. Everyone knows that the Latin Americans to leave their country of Americans would not work because they are a loose and subsequent mind would go into bankruptcy. Bankruptcy. Fucking stupid. Thank you. Thanks for your attention. Wait, 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 wait. There's some aesthetic things I need to point out on this thing. First, he uses words like unscrupulous uh, and uh, what do you say? What do you say? Subsequent. There is no punctuation. Then he misspells bankruptcy and says fucking stupid at the end. Like it's like it's like he was going from a thesaurus and then just gave up. 
Dear yeah. Sir Zeb. Yes, dear Sir Zeb. Like, I'm really trying to convey this on your level and sound smarter than you. And then I just degenerated. So it's just like Fox News. Okay. Um, excellent, excellent. So with that, let's go back to TNA. Um, yeah, I watched, the, I watched Lockdown, WrestleFan. I watched it. What'd you think? Uh, I liked it. I'm okay. going to be trying to watch TNA again. Yeah. It's like, this is the stuff. This is, this is the stuff I was looking for. It's like, you know... You know, um, and that and that's really interesting that you. I mean, that you really enjoyed the pay per view. Uh, I thought I enjoyed it more, uh, mainly because I didn't get have to listen to commentary. Hey, but you know what though? I'm not so bad on commentary because it's not the Tanae uh, and Taz show anymore. I don't care. Okay. Okay. Like it's not. It, Kennelly is not good, and it's not that you know it's necessarily the Taz and Tanae show. It's just that Taz and Tanae aren't that good. Like, no, no, but at least it's like subdued, and maybe because I haven't listened to him for the last several months. But it just seems like it's been dissipated because we got one guy in the middle of it, so I don't hear Tanae, uh shilling all night. Well, okay, and like I said, I didn't listen to pay per view, so maybe it was different. Mm. But this is what I got from it all: is that I encourage anyone who watches an Impact and gets like really, really upset about it, listen to it without the commentary. I feel like even without the commentary. The wrestlers truly have the capability of selling the storyline without, you know, Taz and Tanae saying, this is what they're doing, and this mm-hmm. is why they're doing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like the Bully Ray-Jeff Hardy match, mm-hmm. it's so great as far as, like, a storytelling match goes. Yeah. Like, Bully Ray was awesome in that match. His facial expressions, like, everyone in the crowd got what he was doing. Like, all throughout. And, you know, they they shifted in reaction, you know, sort of to him. And it was perfect. Like, I thought it was very, very good. Um, so I encourage anyone to listen to it without the commentary because it will change – it changes the product tenfold. I mean mm-hmm. – so and, and coming into it I, and again, I don't have the weeks and weeks of storyline. Whether you, you know the ups and downs that you guys have been, you know, for and against all these all these weeks. But I feel like uh, the presentation of aces and eights for like a newbie like me, um, like they feel serious. Like I, I didn't know who all was in it. I'm like, holy crap, that guy's in it. Holy crap, <laughs> that guy's in it. You know, uh, and if it feels it feels NWA and NWO enough, you know, but not like the million dollar whatever they were that was in there um yeah like the millionaires club or whatever the hell they called it you're like that was like oh come on really you know uh so there won't be a latino version of ace no, i hope not i hope not but it's like a good mix of these are guys we're trying to get over that have this weird legacy thing these are these are guys here that uh you know maybe well they were somewhere but they didn't make that big of an impact but you kind of remember who they are and my knocks and then, like, then you get guys like D'Lo and Devon and, and Bully Ray that were like, fuck, those guys? Shit. You know? I re- or, you know, even somebody coming back in, I remember them. Or, holy crap, they're doing something kind of relevant that's not the Dudley Boys or the stupid Team 3D thing. You know? I, I think they've done, like, this was a big, long-tail reason to make the Dudley Boys relevant again. Yeah. And it fucking worked. So... I, I'm real happy with it. I, I am interested in want to want to uh, uh, continue to watch. So absolutely, I love the the live aspect of it all. Uh, it was a, it was I had a legitimately amazing time, and I kind of gave them a lot of shit for the whole Alamo Dome thing. You know, mm-hmm. I will say they used a good sixth of it. Like it definitely wasn't full uh, the full dome by any means. Looked great on TV. Um, 
But it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. It felt mm-hmm. looked amazing and it felt big. Yeah. And the place was packed and the crowd was hot. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately. I think it was really, really awesome. Um, and I thought all the matches were great. I loved uh, Legal Lockdown. Mm-hmm. I was really, really happy with that. Um, especially like with the storyline stuff they were going for. Um, yeah, uh, the X Division match was really good. The tag match was really good. Um, you know, there was, there was some hit and miss stuff. Uh, yeah, Wes Briscoe, you're as bad as I thought you would be. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, but yeah, I, I, I do think it, they delivered a really awesome product and the crowd was excited and I was, I was legitimately surprised. I thought a good majority of the crowd was going to be, um, you know, we came here because we saw Hulk Hogan and we saw Sting and we saw Jeff Hardy and they, they were hot for all those guys. Like they really, they really were excited for all those guys. But I was surprised, like, listening to the conversations around me of how many people, not even adults, but also, like, like children that, like, followed the storyline and, like, watched Impact every week. Mm-hmm. It was really surprising. I'm sorry. I was looking a little bit here. So uh, I'm looking at the schedule because I was just kind of wondering when they're going to come through because I'm generally interested to see, like, if they – I saw they were up in Erie. They're actually having an Impact Live show at IUP. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. April twenty-fifth? Huh. I might have to finally go back down to IUP for something. <laughs> I, might, I, might, <laughs> I might be up for that trip too, just to just to see it. I heard good things when? about when they went up there before. Uh April twenty-fifth. Huh. Like and now Indiana's like out of Pittsburgh a good bit, right? I mean that's, uh, that's a good about drive. an hour, hour and a half, well, an hour forty five minutes. A, maybe. That's a good drive. Okay, okay. Uh, it said the crowd didn't sound hot on video. I thought they sounded all right from what I heard. I, from I, I listened back a bit. It did sound pretty good. It but it does it is did sound different than what it sounded like in the arena because yeah. I thought the arena was like dead on. Like there's some parts where they weren't as excited. No, like, no. I'm sorry. They're not good hot for hot for Robbie T and Robbie E. You know, like yeah, um, nobody is. Yeah, but I, I like I had a legitimately fun time. Uh, I, it was really really awesome. I cheered my head off for Joseph Park. I booed my head off for Karen Terrell. It was great. It was awesome stuff. Awesome. So uh, yeah, I'm real happy with that. And I, I think you and I are the only ones here that saw the pay per view in any capacity. Is that correct? That is correct. Judging by yep. silence, so. <laughs> but yeah. I, I think it's time to, to give it another shot. Uh, it, it's that period, you know. Huh. Just to just be like, hey. I, yeah. I, re- I really, I hope it works out for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I hope, I hope things are different this time. I hope it works out for you. But I just want you guys to know that if things go bad and she starts hitting you again, <laughs> you're welcome to on my couch. Can I also just say, like, in this, if, and TA is obviously not to the WWE level. I think no, a lot of people no, compare no. it to that. Um, but if, if there are there are going to be parts of watching Impact that are probably not going to be that great, um, I would say watch it with a group. And that goes to like this is just sort of a thing I want to like put out there to like anyone. Like if you want bad wrestling can be good depending on like the people you're around. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like watching I, I, like as far as Impact like sort of you know whatever. Um, but it's awesome, like having a hangout and talking to people with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, like, I think it started at seventeen dollars. Yeah, that, that's about how uh, the prices for. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how far they go up to. And that's a small ticket, enough arena that a seventeen dollars ticket. Yeah, is gonna seventeen dollars at at the Ed Fry Arena in the in the Kovalchuk. 
mm-hmm. is probably going to be All right. half the. It's probably going to be half the arena. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's. I've only been there once, and I've mm-hmm. been on the actual floor for that. So, yeah, it's, it it looks like it, it looks good, but like like Lunchbox said, I'm. I may need to use that couch soon. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, really, I really hope it works. I really do. I hope it's different this time. <laughs> but, different. but I'm not I going back to her. <laughs> but I but, remember. I remember what happened. But he, but they have my CDs. What am I going to do? We're, we live in the future, man. Oh, you got to let those CDs go. <laughs> <laughs> gotta live in and it's a perfect point to it like i think a lot of times we're, we're sitting there or maybe just bitching about it on twitter and stuff and, and we, you know stuff we've been doing with hangouts i know you guys are always in hangouts on for main event or or tna impact and stuff and that seems to really help out you know uh, i know that's what gets us through raw on monday nights which is so bad that we have to say that but but still like i think it ups the enjoyment level uh i remember uh some summers we would have uh people come over on monday nights you know uh uh, I, I guess I'm thinking back to high school, uh, but you know, uh, and that made it a different experience, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, now with the I think, I think you're supposed to be like, if it's bad, like, like you can sort of dwell on the bad, you know, aspects. But if you're not like cracking jokes about, you know, how horrible like people are on mm-hmm. TNA, then like, what are you doing? Like, well, you need to have fun with it. Wrestling was made for groups, though. Remember yeah. back in the night uh, when WCW was there. What did they have? They <laughs> had nitro parties. Nitro, nitro parties. We'll bring. So the- yeah, they they want people to watch it in a group. Yeah, that's what brings people together is watching something that they like. Yeah, because I mean, you know, you know, you know who watches it alone? The people that that are talking about work rate and uh, and all that yeah. kind of smarky stuff. You know. They're not really enjoying it. Like they're like, I watched it. I watched it so many times. I'm breaking it down in my head, and I can't enjoy it anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? But if you sit there and watch it with friends, and now we can do it, you know, be Twitter hangout and stuff. I think I think that's I think that's what the cool thing. I think I think you know everybody's getting tired of the social media thing uh, with WWE because that's probably because they don't have any friends. Um, so yeah. so the, the, like the, the the social media should be like the equivalent of your nitro house parties, right? Oh right. yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's that makes it a little bit better. The best wrestling for groups is five dollar wrestling. And just saying, says Cars in the chat. That that is I, true. I'll, I'll give him that. Mm. I I do like me some five dollar wrestling. Have to get in some, on some of that stuff. and some Jimmy the Snake. But like, <laughs> yeah, and with like five dollar wrestling, like the way I look at it, like I've been to shitty, shitty indie shows mm. that are awesome because of the people I'm around and the fact that we're laughing and joking about how shitty it is mm-hmm. you know you can kind of do it it's, it's, so, it's okay to recognize that it's shitty but have fun with it like if you're not having fun with it then you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly yep oh yep. no yep. <laughs> that's fun Dan that's really Batista. fun all right on that note guys i want to know what'd you learn from wrestling this week wrestle fan oh shit uh you had to learn I something learned... with the dna oh uh, yeah, I learned uh, – well, I didn't learn this, that Taryn Terrell was the worst referee ever. Uh, no, she legit is. Um, not just because she like is beating up people uh, and not being impartial. Uh, there was a point in the match where Velvet has uh, Gail's legs like trying to go for a submission. And Gail makes it to the ropes. So Taryn is yelling at Gail to break it, to get off the ropes. 
That's not how wrestling works. <laughs> Someone needs to fuck. I swear to God. Um, I didn't really learn that. Um, but the thing I did learn is that this Fandango storyline, like from last week that went to like, oh, this is dumb. It's turning pretty awesome now. Whoa, whoa. If you hold the fucking phone here. <laughs> are you are you serious right now? What? You you didn't like Fandango when he started this Fandango thing? Not really. I like it now that he's feuding with Brodus Clay and Tensai. Can you call and that, that he feuding? Might, he may be converting one of the Funkadactyls. <laughs> that would be interesting. And by the way, say his name right. I'm not even going to try. Say his I can't name roll my R's. I can't say Fandango's name right. I can't say Meadville. <laughs> Whoa! You said it. You did say you did it. Say it. Fuck. Wow. Meadville. Riz, what'd you learn? I learned that Damien Sandow is finally turning into a meme. <laughs> he memed himself. He memed himself. That was amazing. Oh, you were not aware. <laughs> that, needs to be, that needs Three to be years. a T-shirt. I think what? it might be might be a T-shirt soon. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be. What about you there, Launchbox? Uh, I learned that uh, the WWE can still elicit an most emotional response from me, um, because oddly enough, it's, it was it was. It was weird. So we uh, we turned on Raw. We saw the Undertaker, the thing with the urn, and he did the pose with Paul Bear, and I got a little choked up. It was a very sad thing. And then uh, CM Punk interrupted, and I I genuinely for for like a split second, I was like actually upset. Not necessarily with CM Punk as a character, but the but but for a minute, I was like, this is too much. This is too far. As things progressed, I was like, all right, this is this is good, and I'm getting into it. And it's unexpected. I thought. I thought the way it was going to go was just CM Punk is like, I'll get respect uh, by doing something that no one has ever done, and I'll beat the Undertaker. They're not going down that route. They're going down a different way, and it's interesting. But for that split second, right at the beginning, they got that emotional response from me, which I think is the point. That's what they're trying to do with CM Punk. They're trying to make him the uber heel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, and it, it worked. It worked. They, it worked. They, they clicked. But, it, but he still gets cheered, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still going to cheer for him. Absolutely, I think they're going to have a, a great match. But um, but my gut reaction right there at the beginning, I think, was exactly what they were going for. So mm-hmm. exactly, so what they want is an emotion out of you, right? It's not like the one you want to feel. Um, from the chat, well, I learned. Um, you know, I, I I'm always surprised when I'm excited for a big guy confrontation. Like, I'm kind of yes. excited for this whole Mark Henry uh, Ryback situation going on. And when, uh, was it you, WrestleFan, that was telling me? Like, what about, like, them getting together? It's obviously going to happen. I'm like, no, it didn't obviously going to happen in my head. But now I'm excited for that, you know? Um, but no, yeah, it's uh, made me kind of care about Ryback again. And he's been kind of floundering. So uh, I, 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 I am like so it. excited for but that. But we, we have stuff. to be careful about this, though. Mm-hmm. Because it it could turn into, uh, you know, that match that dare not speaketh among us. Really? Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. Oh, it will not be that. No, that was that was a whole other situation. Mark Henry is so much better than those two. Yeah, and they're not like both leaving and nobody gives a fuck thing. You know, we, we didn't know they were leaving until we, a week before WrestleMania. Yeah, but nobody's like 
No, the, the, but, no, no. But no, still, no. they actually these two actually care enough to try and put on a good match. Whereas at the time, Brock Lesnar and Goldberg didn't give any fucks. Yeah, yeah. He's like, okay. I can make more money elsewhere. See you guys. I am angering my dog right now. Exactly. exactly. You should be. From the chat room, Carlos learned that if you're not having fun with wrestling, your name is Dave Meltzer. Uh, Bob. <laughs> yep. Is there something behind that? He doesn't like wrestling. Really? Wow. He really doesn't. Have you listened, Have you read Dave Meltzer? Not I had lately. someone tell it's me just... something because of my blog that I was becoming the new Dave Meltzer, which I think he meant as a compliment, <laughs> but that was kind of <laughs> Huh. Uh, Bobby learned that means you're douche. In the in the, in the field of Dave Meltzer, that's his job, man. Nobody yeah. really likes their job. Yeah, Bobby F J Town learned that Jericho was on Mark Madden's show today and credits DDP Yoga with his comeback. Uh, he says he doesn't even go to the gym anymore. Wow. Wow, I need to get on this shit. Uh, Wrestling Revolution says he learned that Taryn Terrell got so mad at Miguel Kim on Sunday that she was losing her hair. I missed that. What? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I watched that back on the replay. Her like, <laughs> hair was ripping out. It was weird. <laughs> Mad Mike learned that it's still real to Brick Brooke Hogan. Brooke, Brooke Hogan. I thought you almost said Bricky. Bricky Oh, no. Oh, Brad Maddox. Holy fuck, Brad Maddox. You're awesome. Brad Maddox. By the way. Holy shit. He Wait, was on, like, awful? He's awesome. awesome. He was he's on, like, yeah, three he's, segments he's awesome. of SmackDown. It was amazing. <laughs> and they actually <laughs> called the, him out on being the Dwight Trude of, uh, of, of wrestling the, or something like that. The best part of Raw was during the, uh, the highlight reel, him telling Jericho to... Or him telling the people in the back to pull up the Jeritron 3000. Yeah. <laughs> and there was nothing there. <laughs> it's, and everybody's like, oh, this is bad. It's horrible. It's like, no, it's completely it's on purpose. Him. And it's amazing. All right. Somebody got to get this some. Also, this gift in the chat room is the greatest thing I've ever Somebody seen. Somebody got to get some wheat things. <laughs> Eat him up, eat him up. Taste the snap, taste the snap. <laughs> that was the best. So I tweet that thing. All right, on that note, guys, this is Wrestling Mayhem Show. It is at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Oh, and Brad Maddox wanted to take a poop break. I <laughs> texted TV oh. review on YouTube. I need, I need to take a poop break. Um, good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. <laughs> also, 412-206-WMS0. Grab the app WMS Gold on your iOS app store and Amazon app store for your uh, i iPhones and your uh, not your Amazon phones, your Android phones. That's the ticket. Uh, guys, also join us here every Tuesday night. Of course, this always uh, entertaining chat room. Loving that they can drop anime gifts whenever they want in the latest chat all the time. You can join that at live.sorgatronmedia.com every Tuesday night. We start this show about 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, but the all the fun, we get techie, we get video gaming at 7 p.m. Eastern video. time. And you can drop in anytime. I did not know we had, you know, typically like the wrestling crowd spills over in the other shows, you know, just kind of waiting to get to this show. I did not realize how techie some of you guys were out there. We were like talking about WordPress and video and stuff. And they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm down with some WordPress. I'm like, awesome. Awesome. I'm loving the crossover I'm seeing with this show because uh, we, hey, it's what we do here. Is we, we, we get into everything geeky that we're into and we hope you are too. And we hope you stick around uh, for the ride here every Tuesday. This is a big just gathering of geekery. Right? Yep. Right. Wrestling geeks. geeks. So with that, 
We're a gaggle of Rise geeks. above WordPress, yes. With that, guys, Sorg here. For everybody, go check us out uh, on all our Twitters all throughout the week. For the guys, Mayhem Show. Out! <laughs>